0: It was an illustrious late December day in 1992 when we set out in a car packed to the brim with suitcases, small pieces of furniture, and big hopes and dreams filling every nook and cranny. Every nook and cranny, that is, except for the two seats in front and one in back. We were taking Iris to California. She was Hollywood bound ready to make her mark as an actress on the silver screen, having already graced the Great White Way with her presence. Riley and I were along, literally, for the ride. We pulled out of her mom's North Carolina home amidst a chill that defied the region's claim to temperate winters. Sent off by the majesty and magic of the Blue Ridge Mountains, we quickly found our way to Interstate 40. We took turns driving and riding shotgun, which carried with it the responsibility for managing the sprawling foldable maps and only slightly less sprawling Atlas. Shotgun also meant radio station seeker. Barring music from classical or Christian stations, the tuner kept leading us to the same five songs. Not that we minded. It took only that first soulful utterance of the word if for us to jump in full throated, delightedly joining our three voices to Whitney Houston's. I will always love you was our constant companion. Every time it came on the radio, we were there. Every time one of us drew a breath and crooned if into the silence of the car, we were there. road trips have a life of their own but within a few days there were cadences motel sixes we'll leave the light on for you taco bells shells and chevrons there were the daily negotiations with legions of 19 wheelers as the sleet and hail ricocheted off their impressive metal shells and onto the windshield of our precious humble car of course There were standout moments. It was so cold when we pulled into a Motel 6 in Arkansas that we went ice skating by moonlight across the parking lot, executing flawless floating arabesques amidst cars encrusted with ice. Okima, Oklahoma, greeted us with triplet water towers, one of which proclaimed Woody Guthrie is the town's own. We paid homage there. To the famed folk musician and his powerful expression of the suffering of multitudes in a land of broken promises road trips carry with them a sense of freedom and adventure brimming with mythos especially when traveling east to west in america but every empirical mile reflects the deeper truth of the soil the genocide displacement and enslavement upon which the evolution of the United States has depended. One is driving on haunted roads. We arrived in Santa Fe close to midnight, almost a week after we set out. Looking out the car windows, we seemed to have transcended the terrestrial. The silence was thick and the snow pocketed itself like lunar craters still and wise and illuminated only by the actual light of the moon and our lonely headlights. In Santa Fe, we took refuge with Iris's family friends. As we sat playing guitar on a snowy night with the couple, two super cool women and their exuberant young daughter, I was mesmerized it turned my early adulthood world upside down in the most unexpected way to be in the proximity of love that looked like that. Love that felt like that. I wanted to live in that scene forever. Alas, Hollywood beckoned. Our next stop, the Grand Canyon. I had been looking forward to this from the moment I said yes to the trip. We approached the canyon from Highway 64, aiming for the south rim. Parked and made our way to Mather Point. This is so exciting. Approached the edge and circled by guardrails. Here we go. Looked out and... Fog. Almost complete fog. Thick, billowing, life of its own fog encompassed every vista. Wait, look over there, is that a rock outcropping? How do you hold hopes and dreams wholeheartedly and welcome that which comes to pass with equal vigor? How do you honor the way we individually and collectively fall short and still hold the longing for that which could be. We stood on the precipice of that which was sensed but unseen, letting the power of the place find its way into our bones. We followed fox tracks across the snow. We allowed ourselves to be swathed in the scent of juniper and pine. We threw our expectations into the mist and let ourselves be enveloped by that which is. Finally, it was time to go. We got Iris moved into her new place and Riley and I returned to our respective homes. As with all journeys past, the miles got condensed stowed into our memories. But no matter how many years have gone by, that first soulful utterance of the word if propels me back. In that moment, I am a much younger version of myself, standing once again on the precipice of the unseen, singing with abandon, one of three voices merging as we head toward the land of dreams and into the rest of our lives.